Hey stackers, we just wanted to take a moment to break from the actual play stuff and just have a moment to talk about the game. A lot has happened. We Our last introspective was actually after episode 10. Oh, wow. What? Are you sure? Now, we've had other little informal discussions, but not a separate introspective episode. I just wanted to take a moment for you to talk about things that really stand out to you, things that you've enjoyed, maybe some of your theories about the direction of the game. Just take a moment to really discuss things that are on your mind about our little world of Ardalon and the game. Let me just start off with a bit of a thought question to get you stimulated into thinking about what we're talking about. What has been the most memorable moment in the game so far? Oh, so far, a lot has happened. Um, I'd say Tira's personal most memorable moments, or maybe my most memorable. I still got to come back to my defeat of that big dude on the top of the Crystal Tower. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the loss of Thump, both when he was initially taken away at the end of season one, and then when he died or was encased in crystal or whatever, whatever it was that happened, I, I have to go back and listen to that. I forget exactly what it was that happened. I think he was encased, wasn't he? I don't remember. What was it? I'm going to hazard a guess that he's actually dead because when we were in, when we returned to Moriga and we saw those slavers cutting the tails off of the, the sham there, their, uh, their tails that they cut off also crystallized. Hmm. Um, so yeah, that was definitely a big memorable moment. Super sad. Very dramatic. Very. Mine is actually a sad moment, not for anyone else or not our, our listeners because they never heard it. But the very first fight we had, the rated R raw <laughs> version oh that was not goodness. recorded by accident, apparently. No, it was recorded, but only one of the microphones was turned on. Oh, and so all the sound man. from your end of the table was coming in through my mic. no. Uh, I didn't parcel it out to the individual yeah, tracks. Yeah, it wasn't on individual tracks. So, so they were all recording into my microphone. It was just a perfect, a perfect string of raw, brutal warfare, and my roles were almost perfect every single role, and I was extremely disappointed with the version that we re that we re uh, yeah. re recorded. I, I I was like. Oh man, this is nothing like the original. Yeah. And the old one, didn't you like smash a guy's head in with rocks? Yep. I, yeah, I, it was just, I, that was so much. I stabbed a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, that's where that came from. Yeah. So, so I'm, and, it, and like I said, my roles were spot on every single time. And it was just a glorious, bloody battle that no one will ever hear. Yeah. yeah it's it lives gone. now only in our memories. I think for Peter, the most memorable one was the one where I stink and died. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I also the one that keeps coming to my mind is our escape from a Bendele in the apparatus of yes. Qualish. And all all that fiasco with uh with uh Wumberbash uh not wanting to come in. And then the yeah, whole the whole yeah, the whole, you know, thing where you, you know, knocked him unconscious and all that. <laughs> so great. So great. And then uh I really wanted the apparatus 
section of the game to be memorable and fun because that that's just one of those magical artifacts that you read about in the dm's guide like how on earth can i get this in oh that'd be so neat to use but yeah when is it ever going to get into the game so yeah that was just fun to finally get in and have it be a part of the game that made sense and it fit in well it wasn't like you were shoehorning it in there i mean it was perfect for a summaries that's the kind of thing he would make yeah there's a ton of memorable moments to be honest with you the whole thing has been one long memory but yeah it, it was it was the it was us you know, finding the apparatus, like when you started, when you started verbally pulling it up from the depths of that testing chamber, I was like, <laughs> I remember then, you bouncing in your yeah, chair. Yeah. I was like, like a summaries. <laughs> I was very bouncing. And then uh, when we were under the, the pirate vessel, just punching out the, Oh dear. And I remember when we were recording and I think it's still in the episode, you're like out of the game guys. This is the apparatus of Qualish. Yeah. <laughs> you were just so excited. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> well, now I need to listen to it again. Actually, one of my favorite parts were when it was when uh, Tira went through uh, Rebex stuff. <laughs> and he's like, you did what? No, you showed up. I was, le- <laughs> I was legitimately freaked out by that. I remember I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? I know. I was like, you I went through know. my stuff. <laughs> Why would you do that? And she's like, no, that's, ah. I didn't know. I didn't know what to uh, say. Oh, let's see here. What else? What else? Um, there was the whole talking scene with Wilmer Basher after the average of college part where we had that. That was when we really started bonding, I think. Because, like, up until that point, we had been a team, but, like, just, you know, just adventuring buddies. But then after all that, that's when things really started cementing because, you know, something really harsh just happened. Sure, we were absolute jerks to you, but uh, we, we can gloss over that and all Beyond that stuff. You essentially kidnapped me. Essentially, yes. And then there was also just when we first met the Iron Stag. I was thinking of that, too, mm. as we went on. I was like, oh, yeah, when we met the Iron Stag, that was a big moment. And then that, 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 that awkward time when I just, like, stood up and, like, stood over in that corner over there. That was there. amazing. I loved that. There was that one time we walked in on uh, Tira and Chizik making out. <laughs> oh, yes. I that mean, was also in that lost episode. I mean, it was sloppy and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> What's wrong with you? A lot. Um, so any other thoughts about the progress of the game so far? I know we've talked at length about your thoughts about characters and all that stuff. So I don't want to rehash that thing. You've got something I just, exciting. I just remembered uh, in the party after the battle at Arden on this, this second go. Oh, um, with the little girl. With the little girl that fell asleep on his lap. Oh, yeah. so sweet. As far as the progress of the game, I will, I'll admit I'm feeling a bit lost in our quest. And I think I've mentioned this before, Two, maybe when we did our season one recap or whatever before we started season two episodes over the summer, when we met the stag, I in my mind, you know, figured, oh, this is a this is a pretty straightforward task. We have these clues and these four jewels to find, or was it four or five? Four. Four. We had these four jewels to find as the cities. I thought, okay, we'll go to all the four cities. We'll get clues there, you know, to what our where to go and what to do, and that'll be it. And then it seems like it has it has splintered off so much, almost like a crack in a windshield. And I honestly, so now now we're here. I'm sorry, I think I'm yelling into my mic. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now we're here in White Hill, trying to convince people that we've just met to uh, band together with their ancient 
relatives, which has nothing to do. I'm like, but there's pillars we're supposed to be. So we're, we're, we're trying to band armies and find pillars and somehow restore the gods to their original state. And I'm like, what, what are we supposed, what is our quest at this point? What are we supposed to be doing right now? Well, right now, um, as if I remember correctly, we are on our way to basically secure all the pillars because after we, because we secured that one pillar with Kalawakos. Yeah, uh, we, we, we secured one pillar uh, yeah, we, a we, way we, long time ago. And ever since then, so I was like, yes, first like concrete piece of our quest done. And since then, we've just been like roaming and killing on, people and getting armies together. I, I don't know what we're doing anymore. We're on our way to the next one. We just got pulled off into the side thing. <laughs> Remember, wow. we, yeah, yeah. We Everything makes sense to me story-wise, and I think I understand why we're doing what we're doing. Because event, I mean, obviously, this is the great evil that's against pretty much everything in the world. So we're we're being drawn into this. I think it's still a part of it, though. The only thing I'm missing is the minstrel, the guy that 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 flew along, or the what's his name? Not not a minstrel. The true bard. The true bard. <laughs> um, do you remember? What was it? That? Do you remember his name? Nope. Oh my. Oh dear. I, Froggy. I don't know. Soprano I, man. His name was Antiphon. 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 That's right. That's right. And I I just I'm I'm a little fuzzy about the true bards and how they fit into this thing. That that's the only thing I'm fuzzy about. I kind of know where we're going and why we're here. They were mentioned in something else. They were mentioned in the the yeah, song. One of the, one yeah, of the poems yeah. we've had. Yeah, yeah. but but I, I just as of right now, I'm fuzzy about their their piece of the puzzle. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I think I'm pretty on point with everything else. So basically, story-wise. from the outset, the stag's call was he was aware of a growing evil. He didn't know quite what it was, and so the way to figure it out was that he knew that you had to find locate the four jewels of Edelin. So first of all, you had to figure out what the four jewels were. You found that in the library in Flinmore. Mm-hmm. You found out that the jewels were actually cities that were centers of knowledge. So then your quest kind of morphed into, now let's go find those cities and find what knowledge lies there. And so that took you to uh, Jama, that took you to Abendele, that took you to uh, Tuonue, mm-hmm. and that also took you to Rahajmanoth, the, the Red Castle in the Clouds. So that completed that mini arc. But along the way, you're learning, okay, so these things are happening. The gods were splintered. Magic has become warped as a result. Left the world, and it's only starting to come back because of the power of these star stones. And so to restore the full might of magic again, you have to basically send the pillars back to the heavens. But along the way, you're also finding that there's somebody else who's operating out there. That's the Reaver. And he is not only trying to work against you, but he is actively causing destruction in the world. So it all, in my mind, I hope this is coming across to you players and to you stackers. It is a sprawling campaign. This, this is what 20th level characters face. Uh, they, the, the game gets big. It gets out there. And we'll start to resolve some of these things as we progress. But yeah. See, your little recap there helped me a huge amount. And I think this is where the fact that I I am not accustomed to the way fantasy stories unfold. Sure. That has never been a genre that, of book that I've ever read, not even really a genre of movie that I'm super fond of. And so this, this kind of story progression and this kind of like three-pronged uh, quest and 
um, mission type thing that you have going on here. Go find the jewels, send the pillars back to the heavens, uh, help unify the good people against the bad armies. That's also, it's like that type of story progression or device is not one that I'm ultra familiar with. So in your head and in your head and in your head, you're like, oh yeah, totally. I, I see where this is going. Let, and I'm like, let me verify. Uh, does that jive yeah. with what you yeah, are understanding? I, okay. I think it makes yeah. sense with me, but that also might be because of my leg up having been part of the creative yeah. process. Okay. I, I just kind of envision it as Lord of the Rings. You know, you at the very at the outset, it was fairly simple: get the ring to the mount to Mount Doom. That's that's all you had to do. But along Actually, the way, even before then, just a Rivendell. Just yeah, get the ring yeah. to Rivendell, and then when you got there, then realize, oh, we have a bigger thing to do. And then as as they went along, then there are other things that they got pulled into, like helping the Rohirrim at Helm's Deep, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, helping Gondor, and getting you know, summoning an army of the dead, and all that all that wacky stuff. Well, I'm glad that helped, and hopefully that again, hopefully that jives with you. Hopefully that helps our stackers who may be <laughs> confused. I hope I hope it's not confusing. Uh, and maybe this story is a bit more sprawling than it could be. And so I apologize for that. But I'm having fun. And as long as we're having fun, that's really what matters. Yeah, I mean, I think the fact that, I mean, it's not a written story. And you've got four, three people, really four. I mean, we're taking you in directions that, I mean, we like, we're, in, we're, in, we're looking at something that you're like, okay, I never really thought you guys would go and inspect that, but you guys have. <laughs> yeah. So... What was it called? Which, which, which? The Stone Crown. Yeah, Stone Crown. That, that thing. mountain thing. Which, where... by the way, we need to go back to that. I know. I'm which really I have a feeling. Curious as to what that was. I have a feeling we are going to have to go back to that at some point. That it's going to be one of the <gasps> negative pillars because. I was going to say that's that's probably a hidden dark pillar. Because you know when uh we uh, we had to like we had to throw ideas at Dad to you know fill out some extra episode on that one time, and I said Stone Crown. He said no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he was uh, had something in mind, I think. Well, talking about the uh, direction of the game, the beauty of Dungeons & Dragons is that it's not me telling the story. It's us. And that's why I like to start each episode with who's ready to tell a story. I want to let you know that you are a part of the storytelling just as much as I am. And so your input helps to drive the story in unexpected directions, which makes it so much fun and so rich, really. Uh, my notes from the last one, I have the words final throws. That was it. That was my notes for the last episode. So everything that happened in episode 67 with you leaping into the stands and and fighting the lady at at his elbow, uh, that was all improvised between the four of us. And so I really enjoy this because of that. What what, what did final throws mean? The pig. The the final death throws. Oh. And that was, so the very beginning of the episode was what I had my... That's what he prepared. <laughs> my the pig dies. What are you going to do? I didn't know what you were going to do. I didn't know if you were going to... Yeah, I have no clue what you're going to do <laughs> uh, when we start a game. And that's, to me, that's part of the fun of being a DM because you can prepare all sorts of things and it helps, but... Really, it's when you all start opening your mouths <laughs> and <laughs> making decisions that rolling things, badly. Yeah, that things really get fun. In the wise words of Andy Dwyer, played by Chris Pratt, I cannot stress how little we thought about this. <laughs> and yet we've thought a lot about it. So thanks for making this such a rich game. Uh, other thoughts, observations, 
bringing back to the, those true bards that we were talking about earlier about like, wait, what are these guys about? Well, I did find in the "What Happened When the Skies Fell" story, gonna reference a sacred text here. <laughs> you read in the second paragraph. Crow loved her beautiful white feathers and her voice, which was sweet and delicate. With her song, she could bring things to life, make ideas into reality. One day, eight singers overheard her as she sang, and they begged her to teach them the power of her song. Flattered, she agreed, and taught them how to shape their thoughts into that which could be felt. So these eight became the true singers, powerful men and women who had the power to shape the world. And so we at least know where they came from and that they have some kind of origin in, like, the before times. Sounds like it's kind of a creation myth or something. I don't know. It's just that, I, mean, As a DM I, just I don't know. I just hope they're not all jerks like Antwerpen was. No kidding. Ooh, ouch. All right, any other thoughts? Any other things you want to share? Ideas? Ah, flyer. <laughs> ah, <laughs> ah. Just, just, ah, how quaint. <laughs> I see you have to use psi points. Okay, well, thanks. I think it's beneficial for us to do these kinds of things every now and then. Uh, if only to relive the moments. One of the things I remembered from my high school D&D days was how fun it was just to laugh about the fun and crazy things we had gotten up to. Uh, casting in large on the bad guy's sword only <laughs> so that when he's charging at us, all of a sudden <laughs> he can't run anymore because he's got this gigantic sword in his hand. You know, just fun memories like that that really helped to bring the game to life and stick in our heads. So I just, I like this. And I like that you're able to draw upon the memories that we've made together and that this has been a worthwhile thing. I know it's a lot of work for all of us to fight through traffic to get here, to dedicate hours at a time every other week or so. Thank you for making this game what it is. Thank you for playing in it. And thank you, Stackers, for listening and continuing to give us downloads and feedback on our social media, Instagram and Twitter, and also through reviews and ratings on iTunes. So we will see you here again next time, right here at Stack of Dice. Man, that high chair has seen better days.